Good morning. Morning, morning, morning. Um, I won't be too long, slightly shorter this morning. Um, I've got a little video to play myself in a few minutes' time, so our AV team has been kept very busy this morning. But I've got a message this morning, and it is just such a simple, simple message. I was just toying with God over what I'm going to talk about this morning, and he just put this on my heart. I thought, really? Okay, no, I'm not going to dispute that. It's, it's just God loves you. <laughs> that was what it's was just telling me to share, and I'm thinking, we know that, we know that. And he just said, just tell them how much I love them. So my message this morning is God loves you so, so much. He is a good, good father. In life group a few weeks ago, I was sitting in my lounge, I think, and just dwelling on that. I'm thinking, actually, I've been a Christian for nearly 30 years. And I sat there, and it suddenly dawned on me, just had a bit of a revelation of how much he loves me. And I thought, but I've heard this so many times. I've heard it week after week. It says it everywhere. You just know how much God loves you. And it's just God reminding you. You can never, never grasp how the depth of his love. And this is what he wanted to get through this morning. And just when you hear from God, you've just got to trust him. So I'm going to go with it anyway. And then you have a service like this morning that just everything just speaks of his love, doesn't it? The people coming forward for healing. That's God demonstrating his love because he wants to restore people. The way that he's been moving through the children's work. It's just God loving, God loving, God loving. And my prayer for this morning has just been that we will be able to come this morning. You may be a mature Christian that's heard this message many, many times. But you can still get a revelation of his love for you this morning and go away knowing it more and encouraged. And you may be a, a, a new Christian, you may not be a Christian yet, but just I pray this morning that everyone just has that revelation of, wow, actually I just recognize even more today how much God loves me. And I thought, well, how do I put that into words? Because it's such a, a heart connection type message. How do you put into words to a congregation of God loves you? Obviously the, the scriptures are just full absolutely full of stories. You could, I could pull out a load of scriptures. I haven't got time for it this morning, but you might pick out stories. You might think of some stories. Old Testament, you've got the story of Noah and how he saves Noah and use, uses Noah to um, restore the world. You might think about Daniel and how he saved him from the, the, in the lion's den, in the furnace, and how actually he's taken individuals and how much he loves them. You might think of Joseph and how a life is turned around and how he's used for good. And It's just story after story after story. And obviously the greatest story of all in the New Testament, the story of how he sent his son, Jesus, to die on the cross. And again, we've heard that so many times, but just dwelling on that a moment, that a loving God would send his son to die. And just, again, that revelation of how much he loves us. I just thought as a parent myself, with Finley, my son, could I, could I as a loving father do that? Sometimes, but no, of course, just the, the recognition of how much, what he has done in order for that to happen. I spoke a couple of weeks ago about how he searches our hearts, that scripture in Romans, he searches our hearts, and just that sense of, do we actually really have an, an understanding of who our God is? I think if we were to have that guilt and that shame and that fear and all that stuff that's within us that we try to bury, that we try to put to one side so no one else sees it. We don't tell our close ones. We hide it away. But God searches our hearts and he sees that. Amen. And he knows the depths of our heart and he knows every single little thing 
and yet he loves us anyway and he still sent his son for us. It's just such a, an amazing comprehension. So why? Why would he do that? Why would God send his son? Because he wanted that relationship with you. He wanted that personal relationship with you. Jesus pursued the cross. The cross didn't chase after Jesus and Jesus succumbed to it. Jesus pursued the cross because you were the joy set before him. Okay, so Jesus, when he was on earth, he was living his life. He knew what was going to come. He knew that that death on a cross was going to be so horrible, that separation from his father. But why did he do that? Because he knew that at the other side of that cross, you were there. And if he went through with it, if he carried it out, he would be able to have that personal relationship with you. And just that sense of he did that for every single one of us individually. It's just an amazing thing to understand. Jesus I heard this phrase the other day. Jesus fasted from heaven for 33 and a half years. Again, just think of Jesus spending that time in heaven and then was sent down to earth. That place on earth where he he dwelt for 33 years. He separated himself from heaven for 33 years in order to have this relationship with you. And that's what he's pursuing. He chased after you. He wants to be with you every single day. Every minute of every day. I think that Lots of you in here might have heard a little bit of news recently, but about a week or so ago, I got engaged. My lovely fiance sitting over there. So you need to get to know her. It's like an embarrassing, but we don't, we don't live together at the moment. But we wake up in the morning, we want to send a text to each other. We go off to work. We send texts to each other very subtly because you shouldn't really be doing that at work. Break times, lunch times, things like that. We're sending messages to each other. After school, how's your day been? In the evenings, we try and catch up. We try and meet together. We try and spend our evenings together because we're in that place, in that relationship that we just want to be with each other and in in communication with each other every day because of the love that is there. And again, that was just a, a, a little thing that, again, God was just saying this morning. That is what he wants with you. He wants that... He wants you to understand the love that he has for you and how much he wants you to be in communication with him as often as you can. Wake up in the morning. I'm trying to get into that habit of I wake up in the morning, my phone is by my bed, worship music straight away. I just want to start my day like that. Get downstairs, I want to read my Bible. Break times, lunch times at school, being a teacher. I want to try, if I can, possibly, to get to pray, to spend some time with him. He just wants that as much as possible. And if we can understand the love that God has for us, and that's where that desire from our point comes in as well. Okay, Jesus did not pay this price to get you into heaven. He paid the price to get heaven into you. Okay, and again, I heard that the other day. I thought, that's so true. It's not about eternity. Of course it is about eternity. But it's not about eternity. It's about now. Jesus wants a relationship with you now. He wants heaven to get into you as well as you into heaven. So he wants you to pursue him. And why, why is all this relevant? It means that you are a child of God. You know, you accept a relationship with Jesus. You are a child of God. And that's the message we've been hearing this morning. God loves you. You are a child of God. And I heard, I watched a little video the other day that is brilliant. And I started writing notes down and I thought, I'm just going to play it. It's going to be a lot easier, actually. It's only about three minutes long. So just take note of this video. He just says it so, so well. It's just, if we can comprehend that, if we can get our 
our minds, our spirit, our soul around that, that we are a child of God and what that truly means. It's not about our performance. It's not about what we do or what we don't do, but he loves us regardless. He loves us because of Jesus. He loves Jesus and therefore we have Jesus. He loves us. He's in us. And if we can just comprehend that, if we can just grasp that, really, really grasp that, then our identity is just secure, isn't it? That's the message of this morning, our identity. I've spoken on that identity before. You know, I am secure. I am secure because I know that I am secure in Jesus. Therefore, I don't need to go and try and find security elsewhere in the world. I am significant in God's eyes. I don't need to go and find significance in the world elsewhere. I am accepted because of Jesus. I don't need to go and find acceptance elsewhere in the world. If we can just grasp that, then that's freedom. Isn't it? That is being free. We don't need to worry about what other people think about us. We can tell people freely about what we believe and that we want to see God come and touch their lives because we're not after their acceptance. We're not after their, the significance in their eyes. And if we can just fix our eyes on God, seek first the kingdom and all else will be added. Okay? That's just the message, a simple message. God loves you. God loves you so, so much. God loves you more than what you even realized this morning. So just seek him. Spend time with him. Pursue him. Just dwell on how much he loves you. And as you do that, just yeah, receive it and then love other people. Amen. And that is that. Okay, thank you.